All right, welcome back to the I'm There podcast, guys. We're here for episode 32. And today we are going to be doing another freestyle episode talking about a lot of things that happened during the last week or so. Uh, we have a huge announcement from Marvel on all the different Marvel shows that are coming out, just like She-Hulk, the X-Men 97 cartoon, which I used to absolutely love as a kid, is apparently uh, coming back in 2023, but I think with like new episodes. So I'm imagining it's going to look completely different. We have the Agatha All Along show, which I think they call Agatha House of Harkness. Uh, and, and a couple others. So we're going to talk about thoughts on that stuff. Um, so Kenny, how are you? How are you today? How are you feeling? I'm doing all right. I'm a little sluggy today. You know, a mm-hmm. little slug. I feel I feel the slug. You know, when you just you just feel the slug. Yeah. Well, that's just, me today I, as well. I feel the slug. I didn't get out of bed until noon, and that's not like me on a Sunday. And I don't know what time I went to bed last night, but I feel like it wasn't that late. So I'm. I'm a little confused on why I was feeling so sluggish today, but mm. I did get up and do like laundry and I hate doing laundry so much. So I do it once every month and a half, like every 45 days or so. I hate laundry. I don't I don't know the exact schedule I have for laundry, but it's just when I run out of shirts. I'm like, all right, I guess I got to. Yeah, I got to clean them. <laughs> Mine is when my uh, my my colored bins like they when they're filled to the top is when I start being like, all right, I can't push this down any further. Like I have uh one for white clothes and then one for pretty because I wear a lot of black. So I have like one for blacks and dark colors and then one for just regular colors. Once those things fill up, it's time to do laundry and I just get sad. Especially especially when I start putting stuff on top of them. And it's just a pile. It's just a mountain on top of the dirty clothing bin. It's like all right now I'm just being disgusting. I need to do laundry. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, I've been watching this uh, main stage, just Smash tournament. It's not just Smash. I think they have the Nickelodeon game as well was featured there. But it's mostly uh, known for Smash fighting game tournament. So I've been watching that on stream all day on Twitch. And I really do enjoy watching Smash Ultimate content. Uh, it's one of my favorite things to do the past time, especially these past couple weekends. There's been so many in-person tournaments and like they're majors. So it's pretty wild. I remember. I'm just. I guess I'm just surprised that they're kind of back. The you know, like after COVID, like this. Yeah. I remember when I used to watch melee. Like there was a big melee tournament every single weekend. Yeah, and I guess to a crazy point. Like n- not every, not all of the the quote unquote five gods would be at every one, but every one would have like two or three of them. Yep. Like there'd be two or three of the gods at each tournament, and then. You know, once every three months, all five of them would be at one. And it's just like, yeah, holy epic shit. as hell, because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. This tournament had a lot of names. <clears throat> uh, they're in top eight, I believe now. So it's starting to, you know, dwindle down. And the main people who you'd expect are all still in it. MKLeo, Tweak, and Spargo. Those are the top. Those are the number one, two, and three players, respectively. All three of them are still in it. So, I mean, it's looking like any other tournament, despite the fact that there were so many names this one. There were international names and everything. So, really, really cool stuff. I'm a big Smash, like, I don't know, participant as far as watching it goes. I, I love watching it, and occasionally I do play it, but I think playing Smash online is god-awful as the most people who do. Very frustrating experience. I don't recommend it to anyone. It's so for ultimate is just it's so close to the perfect game, man. It really like, is. That game, I, I've said it before, but I have such a love-hate relationship with that game because <laughs> everything about that game makes me want to love it. Like it is yeah. it's got well over a thousand songs. I said this before, but at launch, 
before the DLC, it had more than 24 hours of music. You couldn't listen to all the songs in Smash in a full day. Yeah, and now crazy. there's been DLC. All the DLC adds, you know, at least five songs. Fucking Terry Bogard came with 50 songs. So Yeah, Sora came with like 8 to 12. I forget exactly which, but he came yeah. with a lot too. So there's so much music in the game. The music is great. The roster is one of the best rosters of, and if not the best roster of any it's, fighting game. It's ever. literally like, moving. <laughs> yeah. So the game is just incredible. But then there's just other things about it that make me go, ugh. And one of the big ones is the online. It's like, fuck, man. Yeah. The game came out in 2019. It's way, way, way too late in, in human history for it to it, not have good online. Yeah, it is. You're absolutely right about that. There's no excuse, especially after we played uh, Moss Hunter Rise, which has amazing online. And it's like, what the actual fuck? Yeah, it's frustrating, so I don't, man. I really don't know because I was expecting Monster Hunter Rise. I'm gonna be honest. You remember going into it? I was like, dear God, if the online experience is anything like Smash's, like where there's a huge yeah, yeah. input, de- huge input delay, or you know, you guys who I can see teleporting around because it's just not a stable connection or whatever. But that none of that really happens. Like literally, that none never of happens. No, yeah. we we played Monster Hunter Rise and we for well over a hundred hours. And we might have had one, maybe two issues. Like I know the yeah. one night when uh when the new Narwa fight came out, that night was pretty bad. But I, I guess it's just because there was a million people playing at the same time. Yeah, yeah there were probably um, a couple factors going into that, and also that fight might not have been optimized at the time. <laughs> well, <laughs> to be honest with you, there was a part where a random Elder Dragon just comes out the sky, and everyone's camera has to like watch the Elder Dragon come down. It's very random. It, it is kinda, pretty random. It's kind of scary because like you could have been about to dodge an attack from Norway and her attacks are gigantic. And then the fucking camera just goes to like <laughs> Teostra flying down. I was like, what the hell is happening in this fight? And when I first saw that, I was terrified because I thought Teostra was coming down. I thought she summoned Teostra yes. to fuck on me. That's what I, I didn't thought. realize Teostra was coming to help us. That's I was like, that Yo, I, there's no way. <laughs> I thought we were about to get fucked on. That's something yeah. that uh, Monster Hunter Rise, I, like, one, it's just like a small grip I have is I do dislike... I don't think you should be able to ride Elder Dragons, man. I think that's crazy <laughs> that you can ride it. Like, you should not be able to ride Teostra and have Teostra fight other monsters and shit. Like, yeah. He should agree, be like, actually. fuck off me. I completely agree, especially because the Elder Dragons all have, like, an aura. Yeah. Uh, and especially Teostra, it just, you know, it doesn't make sense for Teostra ever to let you ride it. There's just no world where that should be a thing. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. You can't trap them, so it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be crazy to be like, oh well, you also can't ride them. I wouldn't be mad about that. But uh but yeah, all right. So before we get into the main part of the episode, I actually want to read some listener letters from uh Austin. He has three that he wrote pretty much all on the 13th. So just going over some of our past episodes. Uh hold on, give me a second. My man was binging what he missed. Okay. My man. Yes, he definitely was binging. It looks like the uh, the podcast these last couple of days. Uh, so we have this one is on anime dev. He said one death that is surprising you don't think will hit you is the first ship Luffy has. So is he talking about the going Sunny? Oh, the going Mary. Going Mary, yeah. I mean, you know, you and I have talked about this. I don't even know how many times in the past. It, it, I don't know if it's necessarily been on a podcast, but I think I think we have talked about it on the podcast. I feel like we yeah. couldn't possibly spoilers one of the greatest moments in all of one piece yes uh, yeah literally the going merry uh i don't even transitioning (laughs) i'll call it that is definitely one of the craziest anime deaths and i literally cried when i read it i'm not even going to 
like I, I said this before, but I'll say it again. Like it literally was the most emotional shit I've read in a manga. Usually yep. when I'm reading manga, um, not anything that gets me too emotional like that, but I don't know how Oda did it. <laughs> Something about that ship and it being, uh, you know, transitioning to the next life or being destroyed or whatever. I don't know. Something about that just really hit home. That's the way the characters react to it and everything. I 100% cried and I'll never forget. I'll just never forget the first time I played through the first One Piece Pirate Warriors. They yeah. um they redid that scene and I'm just like playing the game and when we got back to that when it got to that scene I started crying again like in the video game. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I'm like I'm not even I re- I've already read and watched this multiple times and I just couldn't believe that first of all they actually did a great job reenacting the scene in that game. And yeah, I just couldn't believe it. And I fucking cried again. I was like, this, this moment is insane. Yeah, it's really good. The first time is insane. So for people who know One Piece, you know what we're talking about. Uh, He said that one really hits you out of nowhere. Then he goes on to talk about Death Note. He says, I do think L has a better death in a live action Death Note movie. The Japanese one, not the Netflix one, to be clear, uh, since he writes his own name to capture Kira. So I do remember this, that he solves the case by writing his own name, which is a cool concept because he gets time after like where, where he knows he's going to die. I think there's even a whole novel or whole movie or whatever about what he does before his actual death. Um, yeah, I, don't, but, I didn't see that, but I did see the movie where I, I don't recall seeing that novel or anything, but I did see the movie where he basically catches Kira by writing his name in the death note. I did see yeah. that. I don't remember all the details about it because that had to be over 10 years ago when I saw it. I mean, it's been a long time and I don't, I don't care honestly for the death note movies, any of them on it. Like I love death note to death, but the main story is pretty much where I stick it because the other stuff tends to be interesting, but definitely worse <laughs> than the, the, like the actual story that the, the yeah. author wrote. Dude, speaking of death note, have you ever watched the, spe- not watched red, the special one shots that have come out like after yes the yes the one that had trump in it was golly dude the one the, so oh my god they're so good yeah the the one that came out in 2020 i think i think it came out last year actual golly i mean absolutely ridiculous the one so just to make sure we're all talking about the same one here but it had near in it and like some new kid gets to death note who's also a genius and I believe yeah, like, Luke chose him. And it takes place in like 2020. Yeah, it like, does. It, it, Trump is president. Like yeah. Yeah, Trump is president. And uh, Mir is still like the lead detective in the world. And some some genius kid gets it. And he decides to make a decision to not use it for like two more years. Like he literally does a little time skip on himself. I thought it was an amazing read. It's uh, really good. If you haven't read the Death Note one shot that came out last year, please do. It is so godly. It actually made me want Death Note back so bad. Like I want them to animate that entire one shot into either a movie or just a little short anime, like a 12 episode anime, because it can definitely be expanded upon. It's really good though. I really, agree. Really good. I agree. I think uh <clears throat> when we do our Death Note episode, we're gonna cover it more in depth. So give you guys time to read it if you haven't heard about it. Um there's also another one shot that came out years ago. It's uh, it's it, there's just another one. It's about like all all the old people in Japan like suddenly start dying, and people think that you know Kira returned. Um, mm-hmm. so that, that that's a that's another one shot. It came out like a good couple years ago. So if you guys haven't heard of them, uh, try to find them and check them out. 
And, I don't know uh, if I know about that one. I don't know if something about the old people dying sounds familiar, though. And then, yeah, when we do our Death Note episode, we'll go into it more. But I wanted to see... I'm happy that you read at least the uh, the newest one. That newest one is wild, but we'll get to that another day. Yeah, the newest one is just golly. I mean, every single page, I was like, God damn it, he's a... Whoever, like, the writer is back on their shit. Every <laughs> single page. <laughs> Not a wasted moment or anything. It's so good. Uh, All right. So the next one is on a Don't Be a Menace episode, which was our last episode. And Austin says, I'm actually a lot more on Kenny's side on this one about the cell phone. So I believe you were talking about having your cell phone where you, it doesn't even vibrate. Uh, yeah. he, said, he said, but I know with me, my ADHD is so bad. If I don't keep it on silent, I'm going to constantly try to check it. Plus, I will forget all the time to turn off the ringer. Also, only reason I remember mine and my family's is because it hasn't changed. I guess talking about phone numbers. Yeah, like how you were I, saying you don't remember your mom's number. because She, she changed her right. number too much, so I'll never remember her number. That just won't be a thing. Like, I've already accepted that's just <laughs> not going to be a thing. I'll, if I'm ever in, in need of trouble or, or something, I probably should just memorize that, like, Xavier's number because his number hasn't changed probably longer than mine, which is over 10 years now. Yeah, you'd be like, yo, X, get in touch with my mom. I'm dying. Yeah, I just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need someone reliable because my family, like, how do you have a new number? I have like six numbers on my phone for you guys. And every time it's time to call, I don't know which one is correct. It's really obnoxious. That is absurd. Yep. My sister's like that. My sister has a new phone number all the fucking time. I have, like, I don't even save it anymore. The way I call my sister's current number is I just look through my text messages and I find sure. the most recent text from her. Yep. But if I look through my, t- I have like seven different text message conversations with her with seven different phone numbers that like go that date back. I have to do the same thing. I can't go to my contacts and then look up my mom and then try to call her from there because there's so many numbers in there. I have to like go to our text messages and then call that way or like FaceTime or whatever that way. It's yeah, it's a whole mm-hmm. thing. All right. And the last one is on favorite candy. Uh, Austin says, I usually bounce between a variation with chocolate. I usually drink M&M minis. I actually love M&M minis. The one man say drink M&M minis? So what's I, funny know about it, that, yeah, the, I know what you they mean. come like in a little pop bottle. bottle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget, man. The marketing, we were kids. The marketing for that was so cool because they, they used to drink it in the commercials. They would like yeah, pop yeah. it open and just pour the <laughs> shit down their throats. Um, M&M minis are crack. It's weird because I don't like regular M&Ms, though. Damn. Like I don't, I don't, I don't care for just regular M and M's. I eat M M&M and peanut. Uh, I like M M&M and crispy when they were a thing, and I know they went away for a long time. Then they came back, and there's a couple other M and M's that I don't really care too much about uh, caramel and all that stuff. Just give me peanut. Like I really don't need anything else on my M and M's. Uh, not, I don't. I think I have almond M and M's. I don't know. Peanut is peanut is great. Yeah, peanut is where it's at. I think peanut is just one of the best candies. Period. M M&M and peanut. Uh, but M M&M and minis are really good. And I also used to drink the fuck out of them in that little cap and pop it open, pour a couple down, and then just pop it closed. And next thing you know, you just keep doing that until it's gone like, really quickly. Because Yeah, that thing is going quick. Yeah. Uh, but he says, yeah, I usually drink M&M minis or, or go Hershey bar or Three Musketeers. Uh, gummies, I go with the new Lifesaver gummies or Nerds Rope clusters. I'm also a huge fan of all yellow flavor candies. So Starburst, uh, bananas, etc. Those are all my favorites. And then he says, dum-dums are my favorite under influences. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's that. Uh, I don't know if you count truffles as candy, but the Godiva chocolate chip cookie dough truffle is crack. I don't I don't think I've had that. I, I know I haven't had it. That shit, sounds, yeah. that shit sounds above my pay grade. 
Yeah, I do like truffle candy though in general, but I've never had cookie dough truffle candy. So that sounds I love chocolate. I love truffles. I love pretty much all like everything it, you can pretty much do anything to chocolate and I'm going to like it, especially milk chocolate. I'm not a big dark chocolate person, but when it comes to milk chocolate and covering anything besides insects, I'm going to eat it. I was just talking about this the other day. Um we were talking about I'll talk my chocolate with another one of my friends. I don't mind dark chocolate. It's cool. My problem with dark chocolate is half the times when I eat dark chocolate, I don't know that I'm about to eat it. Yep, me and too. It, that the, then you get deceived, and then you taste it, and you're like, and oh, it's so fuck? bitter. It's like it's one of the most overpowering flavors there is. It's so strong. if you if you know you're going to eat it, it's it's fine. But if yeah. you don't realize you're about to eat some dark chocolate, you're like, what the fuck? What did yeah. I just eat? I typically get get confused or caught off guard with it as well. It tends to happen when you get those assortment of chocolates. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's a fucking whole thing where you have to turn those it upside down. They are dangerous because some of them have coconut inside of them, and that's disgusting. <laughs> but you have to like turn it upside down to find out which candy you're eating, and no one has to, like no one's doing that. So you just you just look yeah, at I, it, you grab. I didn't one even know. Eat. I didn't even know that was a thing. That is a thing. Know. Yeah. There's, usually, like a, there's like an identifier on the bottom yes. of them. Usually there's an identifier if it's not on the back. It's on the lid. It's like in the lid, like when, you know, on the inside of it, or it's literally, you have to flip the whole thing upside down. Like, you know, put the lid on top, then turn it over and you can I'll see. Just, I'll just find out when I bite it. Yeah. That I stopped doing that though, for obvious reasons. Like I said, <laughs> one of them had coconut in it. And to me, coconut tastes like soap. So I refuse to uh, eat anything <laughs> that has coconut and definitely don't. Yeah, do you ever, do you ever have those, uh, like the hostess snowballs. It's just like a, it's like covered in like coconut powder or whatever. No, that's that. See, gag. Like, this <laughs> actually gagged. I, I can't. Like, that's so fucking nasty to me. Shits are not where it's at. I, like, there's another, uh, there's a cake. It's called Chocolate Junior that they have around here. I don't know if they have it everywhere. Oh, those Tasty. are amazing. They don't have coconut in them. Well, let me get to that. Okay. All so, right. All right. Tasty Cake makes something called Chocolate Junior. It's a pound cake. You know, has a layer of chocolate in the middle and a layer of chocolate on top. Very, very delicious snack. Uh, but every once in a while, you'll go to a place that sells it, and you'll see a white version next to it, and then it's called it's it's called Coconut Junior. Hell no! <laughs> it's literally a sheet of coconut on the top and a sheet of coconut no. in the middle where the chocolate would go. And honestly, every no. time I stare at it, it just looks wrong. It looks like an albino pound cake. It is just gross. Gross. Hell no. Yeah, that's the same reason why, in terms of like the dark chocolate, is what that's one of the big reasons why I hate raisins. Because growing up, you always have those situations where I don't know, you're at like your grandmom's house and you go to get a chocolate chip cookie. Surprise, it's fucking raisins, not yep. chocolate chips. Every you're time like, I've ah! eaten every time I've eaten a cinnamon raisin cookie, uh it's or oatmeal raisin, I should say. It's always been because I thought it was a chocolate chip cookie. I've never voluntarily <laughs> bit into an oatmeal raisin cookie in my life. I've never like said, oh, these are labeled oatmeal raisin. I'm aware of that. And I'm now going to bite it. I, that Yo. has never happened. <laughs> Fucking same. That has never happened. Not once. Oh man. It's deceitful so bad. Ass foods. I don't like that. They're fucking deceitful. I hate oh, that man. shit. On oatmeal though. I fucking love oatmeal cream pies. That Me too. Those are so, so good. good. I haven't had one in probably a decade, but <laughs> oatmeal cream pies are so good. I don't know how they could be so good, and then everything else oatmeal. They don't have raisins in them. That's why. Yeah, raisins do ruin everything. Except, you know, it's weird. So I do like cinnamon raisin bagels, though. I, I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, they're actually not bad. They're not bad. 
Yeah, like cinnamon raisin bagels and raisin bread or whatever they call it, like the cinnamon raisin bread that you can yeah. like toast and put cream cheese on. That shit's also good and it smells really good when you start toasting it. Those are good uh, as long as they don't have the chunks of raisin in them, though. Yeah, I don't really want to bite into a oh, chunk of raisin. Another one. I don't really like strawberries, and strawberries are pretty good, but I can't bring myself to eat them because just memories and trauma from being a kid. You open up like a yogurt, and then there's strawberry chunks in them. Like yeah. if I'm eating something, and then I don't know, like something like yogurt, and I don't know that I'm about to have like a chunk of something in my mouth. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and it all honestly, whenever that happens, when there's fruit inside of water ice or yogurt, it's. Not, the texture of it is gross. It's slimy. No, it's so Especially, gross. So the one I think about is not strawberry, but it's it's cherries. When they put cherries inside of things, I don't like it because it always the color of the cherry it looks like disgusting. I don't even know how to describe yeah. it. It loses the bright reddish color that it tends to have, and mm. it has like this really purpley looking color to it. <laughs> wrong with it, and so then the texture, nasty. the texture of it is what I'd imagine an insect feels like if you were chewing one. I just don't like it. Don't put fucking, I don't know, fruit in my water ice or yogurt. I don't need that. No one asked for that. So I don't fuck with boba tea either because I'm not trying to like drink my drink and then have fucking balls hit the back of my throat. Yep. I don't like that either. And people have tried to get me to, to drink it a couple of times and I've had it and I kind of stare at the little black things on the bottom. <laughs> like, I don't want to slurp one of those up. I, I don't want that. Yeah. I've tried it and I just did not enjoy it. Like I was like, ah, this isn't for me. Yeah, I'm weird like that, though. I have a texture issue. Like I said, I can't eat. If I order a sandwich, you know, I don't get any lettuce, tomatoes, onions, any of that stuff on it because the cr- I can't bite into something that crunches like that. It just freaks me out. So I don't eat salad, none of that stuff. This I like becoming- tomatoes when they're diced. When it's just like a slice of tomato, it's like a fat little slice. That shit annoys me. But if it's like diced tomatoes and in like a grilled cheese or something, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I can only I can eat that stuff only if it's what I call stewed. Uh, if, you know, it's cooked so so long to the point where it gets soft, and then it doesn't have the crunch to it anymore. So, like <coughs> people make pepper steak or spaghetti, and they put peppers and things like that in it. Like my grandma always put peppers and onions in her her meat sauce and stuff, and it like cooks down to the point where you really don't even know that you're biting into mm. a pepper or onion or anything because it's, the texture of it is just so 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 soft. Dude, I love sausage, peppers, and onions. So good, so good. But yeah, we we this become a this has become a whole. Uh, Food episode somehow. <laughs> let's let's get back on track. So, all right, but you guys know you can write into I am there podcast at gmail.com and we will read it aloud on the show, like we just did the last three listener letters from one of our favorite patrons, Austin. Uh, but some of the other things that have happened in the last week or, or two is that Squid Game has been confirmed for a second season. And we had Trash. our Squid Game episode a couple weeks ago. We we talked about how we really don't need Squid Game to have a second season. I'm going to watch it, but and maybe I'm hoping it's going to be great, but I don't think it will. Yeah, and I, I'm the same way. The The worst part to me is that I can't not watch it because it's going to be talked about a lot. So yeah, it's probably going to be really bad, honestly. It's probably going to be god-awful, especially because now it's going to have all the sleazy money all over it. You know what I mean? Like the... <laughs> There might be some advertisements in there, some really cringy po- product placement now. Just, I just have a really bad uh, outlook on it. I'm very pessimistic about season two of this type of show that yeah, took I mean, 10 years to get on and go ahead. Yeah. No, I just, I agree. I, I've, everybody already knows we, 
in case they haven't seen the episode, you and me both really liked season one, but yep, I think it's really good. I just think at least the angle they're going for for season, like this whole revenge angle, that I just couldn't stop thinking of like some cheesy Terminator shit. Like he was like, yeah. "I'll be back." Like it's at the end. it was sad. so corny. I'm not. I'm not really looking forward to it either. But we also that cop guy is going to randomly be alive, even though he got shot off of a cliff into an ocean. Yep, I'll just be that. alive. Yeah, he's going to be alive, no question. They didn't actually show him die, so we know he's still alive. And there's also some unresolved shit between him and his brother because his brother didn't answer any question. The front man, yeah, he didn't answer any questions. So it's kind of like we still don't really know. There, there are definitely loose ends after season one, right? That they could spend season two like tying up loose ends or explaining things a little bit better, maybe giving some backstory on the game. But I'm just afraid that Squid Game is about to become like a five season thing. Yeah, yeah. That's just going to get so out of hand. It's going to be so poorly written because it wasn't any author's original intention to have it go yeah. season to season to season. And then you know how those tend to go. There's definitely some subplots that they could tie up and bring more to the forefront. Because that's something I think we did talk about. But we didn't spend too much time on because we mostly praised the show, I think. But uh, yeah. most of the subplots, like I enjoyed the main plot and the main show, Squid Game, a lot. But most of the subplots were like pretty weak. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they could bring those to the forefront and flesh them out and make them a little better. Uh, I don't know. I hope it's good. I don't have high hopes though. Yeah, I would not have high hopes. Uh, I also just, it seems super unrealistic to me for a human being to win that entire thing. One out of 456 be super rich and then go back into it. I don't even (laughs) care if you like, if you want revenge or whatever, I don't know if he's going to go back in the game literally or if he's going to sneak in like the other guy and and be, you know, moving behind the scenes or something. But both of those things seem dumb, right? Like, it doesn't matter which one he does. You're putting your actual life in danger. And I just don't see a need to do that. Uh, Some people are expecting that he's going to be one of the people with the masks on and like pretending that he is enjoying watching the games, but he's secretly trying to find a way to shut it down, all summer stuff. And all of these things just sound awful, honestly. Like, I just don't need that at all. <clears throat> It'd be much better if he would have went to see his goddamn daughter. And Yeah, man, go see knowing. your damn kid. Go, go yeah. see your kid. We would have been happy knowing that he's super rich. Now he gets to compete with the stepdad, you know, that asshole. Yeah, he get his he get his daughter back for real, or at least get joint custody or something, you know? But as someone who's dealt with a person who has gambling addiction... I will say it's not completely far-fetched for them to go back and find a way to gamble even even after winning it big, as big mm. as you can. So there's, there's that. Also, I know you saw the live-action One Piece casting for Netflix show. Yeah, yeah. I've actually... <clears throat> so we didn't talk about it last week, or I'm sorry, not even last week, four days ago. Yeah. Um, but we mentioned how... So basically, there was a picture that I showed you, and it was a picture of the guy that's playing Luffy, and he was surrounded by a bunch of, like, One Piece manga and stuff, and he said, like, he was doing his research or whatever. And then a lot of people were kind of hyped about that. Uh, You and me were talking about how, like, that could be a really bad thing, because, like, it could be bullshit. But I will say this. Since then, they've been putting out a lot of pseudo-promotional material. So they put out um, wanted posters for all the actors. Yeah, I saw that. That's what that was cool. But Sanji's actor, like they said, like, oh, um, the photographer accidentally left the lens cap on. So they had to do an artist rendition of, you know, the actor for Sanji. So they literally had a, So they did like the drawing of Sanji's actor instead of his picture, which is like in the show. So anyway, I thought that was like really, really cool and interesting that they did some, something like that. Because it's not just 
taking pictures with actors and put on wanted posters. They also played into actual One Piece stuff and like the jokes in just the marketing. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to pretend like I'm excited about this at all, though. Uh, live, <laughs> live ac- I mean, we have to be real here. Live action, especially huge anime live action stuff. You know, your big ones, your Dragon Balls, your Naruto, your Bleach, all of that stuff. All the big ones. Yu Hakusho, like anything live action for these tends to be god-awful. And I don't even care if it's American-made or Japanese-made. Oh, yeah, they, for sure. They both tend to just be not very good whatsoever i mean we all recall the death note netflix show or movie that shit is so bad what's what's crazy is that i do think so regardless of the fact that the netflix show was bad or movie i'm sorry i think death note is one of the anime that would work really well if it was adapted as an hbo show it's it's very easy to adapt to a live action and if hbo specifically because once you throw out that name that's you know that's the big one if yeah. HBO specific, because you know they don't care. Like they show, mm-hmm. they show all kinds of like dark shit that we really like. If HBO picked up Death Note and did a show on it, you know, a two season, you know, season one covers literally up to L's demise, and then season two is is Yagami Light's demise. I would be so here for that. Yes, I, it would be so well done. Like they would pull it off because Death Note it's grounded. is grounded. It's very grounded. That's the thing. Even though there's, you know, Shinigami and whatnot, it's a very grounded show. So yeah. I, that brings me to the point of One Piece, I feel like doesn't it doesn't need a live action. It's a very goofy it it's doesn't. a cart like yes, it's an anime, but One Piece is a cartoon, if that makes sense. Like One Piece is like very it, And it plays into that part of it. Like that is yeah. a big part of what makes it so good is that it's aware that it's a cartoon as well. The way, yeah. you know, the way it's written, the way certain panels are drawn, the way some of the scenes play out. And I already know what you're thinking too. Some of this shit is just not going to translate well. It's a lot of that. It's, it's just, just not. Like, it's just not. Like it can't, it just can't. Uh, not even it, HBO. Yeah. Like it's just, some of it's just a little too kooky and weird that in live action, it's just like, eh. Yeah. Or it's going to be really bad CG or really cringy stuff like that where, uh, you know, like even CG Ryuk from Death Note. Looking at that, I don't, I don't really like that either. Like, it's mm. just something about him not looking in the same plane as light. You, you read the manga, yeah, when yeah. you watch the anime. They're, they're, they're all drawn by a manga artist, and so you know it keeps it very consistent. But then when you watch these like live action movies and stuff, and Ryuk is literally CG, then it just looks yeah. shitty. I think, I think it can be done, but it needs some HBO Dragon budget. Yes, because um. the, the dragon. <laughs> The dragons look fucking real. Like that's one thing uh, we always talk about bad CG and stuff. But when you think about Game of Thrones, the CG on the dragons is so high that when people are, I mean, granted, some of the writing is it doesn't look the greatest. I won't lie about that part. Um, but the dragons by themselves, though, look Im- immaculate. They look insane. Yes, they do. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm not too excited about this. And I did say to you this week, I'm a little concerned about the main character who's playing Luffy. He said that he's uh, he understands that like One Piece is one of the biggest franchises in the world, and that he's doing his research to make sure that he does a good job. Basically, you know, just paraphrasing what he said. My yeah. whole thing is, I I would really like it more if they just found someone who is an actual One Piece fan, like an actor, yeah, yeah. an actor who is a huge fan of One Piece, who has read all of One Piece, and not someone who I don't know what the casting was based on because. I won't say that that guy looks anything like Luffy, and I don't. I don't really care for castings that just go for the person being a lookalike. 
that's how you that, that's also that also could be really bad like you just found someone that looks like this person yeah and, yeah and like that's that's cool and all you know like oh this this person looks like sanji or whatever but then it's you know it's like well this guy didn't really fit very well as far as embodying sanji so what difference does it make that he looks like him if he just doesn't really give sanji energy uh the fact the main character the fact that the luffy actor doesn't appear to be a one piece fan in actuality and that he has to do quote unquote research i'm just not confident i'm just not confident that i remember uh the actors said the same thing for dragon ball evolution i remember when dragon ball evolution came out oh god i remember the main actor was talking about how like he was like doing research and reading all the Dragon Ball manga, and, and the main actress for Bulma was saying the same thing. And it's like, yeah, oh, and then you God. see how that turned out. <laughs> Dragon Ball Evolution is one of the worst movies of all time. It's top it's- five worst <laughs> movies I've ever seen in my life, and a lot of people. It's it's one of the most poorly rated movies ever. It's just not good. And any, it, it doesn't even resemble Dragon Ball. Same thing with uh the Avatar movie. That movie's terrible, but that movie was destined to be terrible because it was made by M. Night Shyamalan, and he's one of the worst directors ever. And I don't Daddy understand. Is. I don't understand how he keeps getting work. I just realized recently that he did that Will Smith movie After Earth, and I've never seen After Earth, but I know everybody gives Will Smith Will Smith shit for that movie. And oh, my, is that the one with him and Jaden? Like they were, yeah, it was him and like, his son, and they were, yeah. I know, I've never seen it either. Um. But everybody gives Will Smith shit for that. But I've never heard anybody give M. Night Shyamalan shit for that when his name's right there as the director. And yeah. he's the worst. He's one of the worst directors of all time. Like, he fucking sucks. I don't understand how Hollywood keeps giving him <laughs> Him right, and too. James Cameron. Fuck you and fuck Titanic. I don't care. James Cram- Cameron can fuck off, too. I <laughs> dragged him. Dude, because James Cameron made uh, them Avatar. Avatar. I already the blue I, people. now that I I just remembered I already ranted about this. James Cameron fucking sucks. M. Night Shyamalan sucks more though. James Cameron, the thing about him is that you can ju- actually both of them. They're just pretentious. You can tell they they smell their own farts. Like they oh, just they, they know that they're amazing directors, and so they just do pretentious nonsense, and it just fucking sucks. Anyway, you just hate right. them. You hate them. Their movies suck. Like I fall asleep every time I watch a James Cameron movie, and I get sick every time I watch an M Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of M Night Shyamalan either. Uh, is he the guy that did the the Sixth Sense? Yeah, he did one one decent movie, and that's that's what it is. He hit that early '90s because the Sixth Sense came out in the '90s, right? Like I'm not yeah, yeah. okay. He he caught that really crazy uh, early career, you know, blockbuster, and I think that he's been riding the coattails of that. Ever since, because honestly, every single M. Night Shyamalan movie I've seen outside of The Sixth Sense has not been very good. And honestly, even The Sixth Sense, I haven't seen it as an adult, so I can't really vouch for it. I know yeah. that people thought it was amazing back in the 90s, but you know. But well, you might watch it now and be like, bro. <laughs> yeah, and I would have to try to watch it with the lens of like people living in the 90s and not people living in 2021. But still, if it's a good movie, it'll hold up regardless. I watch I think, movies that are old. I think time. Training Day... Denzel Washington Training Day is still in a fucking incredible movie. Yeah. I think that I just yeah, recently movies watched can be it 15, 20, They could be 15, 20 years old and they still just hold up fine. So if the movie's good, it'll still be good. But I don't, I'm not convinced that M. Night Shyamalan can make a good movie. I'm sorry. Me uh, neither. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not really, I don't know. I don't even know how to <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan because this Me is, neither, but fuck. We were, we were going in on the One Piece live action for, Net, for Netflix. I'm not, again, just to close that one up, I. I'm not confident that Netflix is going to do a good job with live action anime. And I really do think 
that until we figure out something else, something better, live action anime stuff just needs to stop. Yeah, I think that there's, I think there are certain anime that can, I think what we need to do is stop going for the absolute biggest ones and go for just the ones that are big. Like, Like, where's our movie for, uh, what's the one with Johan Liebert, Monster? Monster. Monster. Where's the the show for Monster? That was going to, there was talks, this is years ago now, but there was legitimate talks of HBO picking up Monster. Yep, Medina told me, and I was ready for it. But like, HBO would it? That show is just that would just easily work. That would be one of the absolute biggest shows on American television. If that yes. came out on HBO, because people would actually be able to look at it and watch it, that show, just based on the anime, it would be an absolute smash hit. Yeah. I think uh regardless of whether or not it, like you said. regardless of whether or not this Cowboy Bebop show is good, because even if this Cowboy Bebop Netflix show that comes out is bad, I think Cowboy Bebop as its own premise can be an effective live action regardless of the one that's about to come out the more i watch it the more i kind of agree only because star wars is developed really well despite it being about space piracy and things like that yeah uh they it, it actually doesn't feel too crazy when you're watching a star wars movie especially the most recent ones that you know technology where it is now makeup and everything the way if you put the budget into the funny looking characters that are blatantly aliens and stuff like that and you know, if you give it a nice budget, you can make something look really good from space and for sure you know, go on planet to planet. So I'm not too concerned about Cowboy Bebop because they're still humans in that. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Like they're not, but like Luffy, like Double Fruits and all that, all those different powers. Yeah. I just I can't think, imagine this guy stretching his arm looking good. Like, I can't. I just, ima- okay, can we I talk can't. about the? Can we talk about the real elephant in the room? The real elephant in the room, Kenny, is the heights on all the characters. Uh, the heights, the heights. You just gotta, you just gotta give them a pass, man. The heights are not because because the, the admirals are, are probably just going to be regular humans. Like, well, I don't think the admiral. I don't think they're making it to the admirals. Okay, no cool. Way. I That's think, fair. I think, I don't think they're getting past the East Blue as a whole. Like, they might. You know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine yeah. them getting past Arlong. And by the way, Arlong might look awful if they even get that far. Yeah. I don't know how far. I'm just they're thinking going. about Doflamingo, who is literally 11 feet tall on the dot. Yeah. Uh how you know what I mean? Like how would he ever and like Kuma Kuma's torso is eleven feet tall and his legs are like a foot. <laughs> really? No, I'm just like okay, looking, you're, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know his exact type, but okay, Kuma's exactly. torso yeah. is like eleven feet tall on its own. And then like, okay. you look at his legs and his legs are like fucking they really are. No, I thought they could do that as a fact because I was like, Do Flamingo is actually eleven yeah. feet. Kuma is bigger than Dofi though. Damn. From what I remember, Kuma's bigger than Dofi. Damn. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I just think One Piece is it's going to be really hard. So I don't know. I'm guessing like every Netflix show, it's going to be 10 episodes. So I don't even know 10 episodes, probably an hour each. I'm not really sure what all they're even going to cover, where they're going to start, what they're going to be able to cover in that 10 and then 10 episodes, man. But I didn't even think about it, but they got to have a really good budget to make something like Arlong look good. Yeah, that that's what this is my concern is that I don't know if especially season one, they tend to hold back a bit of the budget for season one of shows. Except I don't know, Bridgerton seemed to have a really big budget and the crown had a really big budget. So I don't know if they're gonna do the same thing for something that's so niche though. Like One Piece is a very niche thing, even in the anime community, it's still like in the West, I should say. Yeah, in the West. In the West, it still has that like uh it's still people have to still 
fight for One Piece's respect, which really yeah, yeah. strength. In it's Japan, strange. Luffy's on Luffy's on fucking Coke cans. Yes, like but it's understood outside of the U.S., especially in Asian countries, how big One Piece is. But Americans don't really fuck with it on the same level as they do at, in Japan. Like you have diehard fans like me and you, and there's obviously a lot of people yeah. in this country who do really, really understand that One Piece is goaded. It is one of the absolute best anime slash manga there is, especially when we're talking about shonen specifically. It pretty much blows every other shonen out the water, and it's honestly not really close. Like from a story perspective and action and everything like it really just does better than all of them i'm talking about your faves all right like all your faves lose the one piece if it's we're being honest it's true it's true that doesn't exactly. mean we don't like them we did yeah, a whole we, episode on Naruto. yeah we like we, we like all of like, them but you know but but when it comes to storytelling and everything one piece is one of the best and i just feel like this is going to be a blemish on it and it's yeah, kind yeah. of the same way i feel about that death note live action that netflix did years ago where it, when it came out i was embarrassed because people who yeah. don't know anything about Death Note were like, oh, yeah, I saw it on Netflix. When I bring up Death Note, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw it on Netflix. I watched that. And I'm like, oh, uh, that's your only, if that's yeah, your yeah, only yeah. That's Death bad. Note thing, I just feel, yeah, because I'm vouching for it. I'm talking about it. Yeah, favorite. and they're like, imagine, right? Somebody, maybe it's not really a close friend of yours, right? But it's somebody that you've talked to in the past. And yeah. one day he's sitting on his couch and, he sees this Death Note movie on Netflix. He's like, I remember Fraser talking really highly about this. Yep. He goes to watch the movie and he's like, Fraser's taste fucking sucks. And that, like, that, that's what I mean. <laughs> so when you start when we start talking about One Piece all the time and somebody goes, Oh, let me check out the Netflix show, it's like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is not what I wanted for you at all. Not so, at all. You know something else that would work, I think, really good as a live action, but it would need it would need a big budget. Uh, I think Gundam. If, I mean, yes. look, at the, look at the Transformers movies, right? Like Gundam could yeah. easily work. You know, I'm surprised that we don't have a good, like, international Gundam movie yet. Yeah, I can't believe it. Gundam is show. pretty fucking huge, especially in Japan. It has a great story, really strong political story, um, and just well-written stories overall over a long history. I think the first Gundam came out in 1976. Yeah, Gundam is huge. Like you said, Gundam is really big as a franchise, and it could it could very well be adapted into a really really good show. Like you said, though, it's going to need a crazy budget mm-hmm. for it to look good. But we already seen that you know with uh, what's the one director that always has explosions and shit, Michael um, Bay. Michael Bay, yeah, yeah. Michael Bay could definitely pick up Gundam and give us all <laughs> the explosions and laser beams that I we need. I want Michael Bay to like direct it, but I don't want him writing it. All right, yeah, no, somebody else write it. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I'm hoping that he's not a script writer of any sort. Uh, definitely, someone from Japan needs to write the actual screenplay. But yeah, I mean, I will. I will be down for Gundam. I love. You know, what's weird. I was looking up some stuff about Gundam Wing, like. Friday or Thursday, randomly. I don't know why. It just I started thinking about Gundam and I started thinking about Endless Waltz mm-hmm. and just Epion, the Wing Zero, uh, Death Scythe, Heavy Arms, Wu Fei, like just the original one that came on Toonami because that was one of the cartoons that I grew up with. But I didn't understand the storyline because it was so political. Yeah, yeah. And when I was younger, it just I didn't like I really did, I only cared for the fights mainly of the Gundams. Like I didn't understand Trey's Kushinada and Dorothy and all the all the other things that were going on. I need to go back and watch it as an adult and try to understand it's, it's actually not as long as I thought it was. It's pretty short overall, like under 100 episodes. But just go back and watch Gundam Wing start to finish so I can actually know what the hell it was about and then watch like Endless Waltz and stuff to 
to yep. kind of get the, the OVA for it. Gundam is definitely it's definitely a, an older show. Like you need to be a bit older to appreciate it. Yeah, just teenage because, level easily. You definitely need to be a teenager. Yeah, because it, it just it it all of them get very political, and there's a lot of really good Gundam. Gundam Wing, like you said, Gundam Seed, uh, Gundam Double O is really. I heard good. Gundam Seed was amazing. Yeah, Gun- Gundam Seed is pretty crap. People say that's the Dragon Ball Z of Gundam. We're no, yeah, we're G Gundam is the Dragon Ball Z of Gundam. But Gundam okay. Seed's kind of Dragon Ball Z as well, honestly. I but heard yeah. that Gundam Seed was so good. Even when Gundam Seed is insane, G Gundam. Uh, then Gundam 76, which is the original Gundam sh- series. And then I haven't seen many of the super new ones, but I actually really want to. I think it's like there's one called Gundam Iron Blood Orphans. And I'm like, man, that subtitle sounds amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. I just want to see that. Yeah. But um, Gundam has g- really, really good storylines. And I think it could easily, easily, easily work. Yeah, it's Game it of Thrones, but definitely. instead of medieval and dragons, it's space and, and robots. Yep. Like, that's, it definitely has a lot of that, those plot twists and those love stories and all that, all that going on. I remember Zex Marquis and Epion and him fighting against Wing Zero, that rivalry, and you didn't you never knew who was gonna win because Epion was ridiculous. <laughs> that fucking Gundam was ridiculous. And I, and it was also something about so Hero, the pilot of Wing Zero, he was able to see like the future or the past. And then Zex Marquis and Epion was able to see the opposite. So if one saw the future, the other one was able to see the past while they were in their Gundam. I remember that as a kid. And he was, um, fuck, what did they call it? I don't remember. There's like a term. There's a term in the Gundam universe Mm -hmm. for, um, there's certain Gundam pilots that are just like, have this innate ability. I can't remember. Like the very first, yeah, yeah, the very first, like Gundam main character, uh, Amaro, he was one of them. I can't remember what they call it though. It's such an easy word too, but I, 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 it, it it'll come back me. to us when we well, eventually. Because I'm going to rewatch Gundam Wing. It's on my long list of things that I need to to watch again. But now that I'm going back and already watching old shit, it, it won't be too hard. Uh, me watching Cowboy Bebop right now for the first time, and going back and watching Gundam Wing for God knows how many times. But this time, looking at it to understand it and not just to be like, oh, Epion versus Wing Zero again. Let's see. How yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm excited for that. And I'll never forget like the Endless Waltz movie of seeing the Wing Zero with his modifications and actually having the fucking wings. That was so <laughs> cool. Also playing the video game on PlayStation. It was a Gundam fighting game. It was yeah. pretty cool. There's a couple like sick Gundam arena fighters. Yeah. The arena fighter format works for Gundam because of what they are. Like they're yeah. fucking your giant robots flying yeah. around. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm trying to, I feel like the one that I played though. I, did, I, I think I did play an arena fighter one, but I also feel like I played a typical like 2D type of fighter. Yeah, there, I know there's an OG like SNES one. Okay. There's like an OG SNES Gundam fighting game. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's the one, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know how old. It's been a long time, but I definitely do remember playing uh, some, some Gundam Wing fighting games, and I just always go for Wing Zero typically um, in every game. I'm, I'm, I'm that guy. I'm that guy. Hey, you got to be that guy. Yep. I don't even know if he was the best. You know how frame data and all that stuff matters and fighting games. But I just knew. I was like, well, in the show, this is the strongest one. And it also is the coolest looking one. Except there's an argument to be made for Death Side because that Gundam looks crazy. But Death yeah. Side is sick. Death Side looks so cool. Uh, but yeah. So that's all. I guess I guess that wraps up our whole thing about like live action anime stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing coming out for Netflix really soon, apparently, is Stranger Things has another season. Season four, yeah, which season is all four. new, is coming. Uh, they released a teaser for it. It's about a minute and 20 seconds long. It's not much in it. The characters have gotten much older again. And I think it starts off with uh, Eleven saying how it's been 180 days since Hopper has been missing. Is that, I think that's what she's talking I, yeah, about. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, and she says she likes school now. And all these other things, and they show her. It looks like she's in high school, I want to say. There's like spring break coming up, and they're saying we're going to have the best spring break ever. And as soon as they say we're going to have the best spring break ever, of course, the video goes into like straight chaos. There's gunfire, there's explosions, there's all types of shit happening, some alien nonsense as usual. So it's going to be a season of Stranger Things. Like all the, it's going to be just like all the other ones for the most part. Uh, season one still being the best one. And Hopefully a conclusion on this whole thing. I don't really know how much longer they can drag this. Stranger Things they- is a great example of what you and me don't like about yeah. Squid Game Season 2. Stranger Things Season 1, I think, was very, very well done. Yep. But they clearly, at the time, like, you know, they didn't really know what where they were going for the future. But Stranger Things yeah. became, like, the biggest thing on Netflix at that time. So yep. they made a whole bunch of money. And so then they just like made season two and season three. And I just, in my opinion, you can see a, a very obvious drop in uh, writing quality in season two and then even more in season three. Um, yeah, I'm, I am big, not a fan of seasons two and seasons three. Honestly, they have some good parts. Don't get me wrong. There are definitely some, it, the show is entertaining from the perspective that it's funny. Uh, it's an entertaining but it, show, yeah. But when it comes to like storyline, seasons two and three, just the storyline is so ass. It's not good. It's just plain ass. I hated the whole fucking storyline with the the heartthrob dude that was like fucking the moms. Yeah, he oh was my so God. corny. That yeah, that, that, the one with the Fabio hair and everything. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. storyline was not it. Also, um, fuck, I'm drawing a blank. Um. I don't know. It's bad. I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it, yeah, they all, I, I like the whole, the first time they introduced like the upside down and I think it was Mike or whoever gets stuck on the other side and they have to like get him, they can hear him calling out to him and stuff and how it yeah, looks. When, not Mike. When, it was, um, you talking about the kid that went missing the whole season. Yeah. There was a one kid who was, it was a will. Yeah. 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 And he comes he's like a magician. He, he's like a magician or whatever. And the, uh, they have like a, a a way to determine who they all are because they play like RPGs together and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Will's the one that got stuck in the upside down. That yeah, season one, one was great, man. Yeah, like I, I like the concept of the upside down. I like when they go to it and it's like little particles floating in the air and you know those fucking demigorgon things that are terrifying. They're like plants that open up to mm-hmm. like just teeth <laughs> and a nasty ass tongue and all that. It, there's some really cool shit that they did in the first season. Also, Eleven's powers. When she used them, uh, but now it, I don't know. The show is morphed into something else, and it's starting to get like I guess teenage drama. But the like teenage drama shit can I, I don't know, man. But with a side because it seems like they threw her powers and stuff kind of as like an afterthought. They feel very much like an afterthought. Like I know she went through the whole bitching phase, which was really corny. Mm-hmm. That whole thing, like I'm bitching now, and like, she was edgy. And I, I liked know. it when it was just like the obviously they they have to grow up and stuff, and it yeah. doesn't make it bad. But yeah, growing up is not why it's bad. It's the, the storytelling. The now. direction a lot of storytelling is really cheesy. This, 
Um, Because, for example, I did enjoy the teenage drama in season one when it was like the older sister and like that guy, Steve. Yeah, that because that teenage drama was like sort of part of a subplot and if it felt natural and it just kind of was written in a way where it felt like it fit. Yeah. Um, But then when the main cast were getting older and then, you know, they were just it just randomly felt like they were doing girls versus boys. And I was like, why are they doing this? Like, what? what Yeah. what it just doing? it just fell off. Stranger Things, honestly, like I Super side note in the teaser. Did you see the black kid? No. If they don't have the black kid, I don't remember his name, but he was my favorite character. I don't remember anyone's names. I'll be honest, except Eleven and Hopper uh, and Will, yeah. I, 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 Mike and Will. So I know Mike, Will, Hopper, Eleven. I don't remember the name of the kid with the, the messed what? up mouth. I don't know how to describe his condition, but yeah, you yeah. guys know who I'm talking about. He is like he's the hardcore lisp. He's the funny one. I don't remember his name, and I don't remember the black kid's name. I think that all of them are returning, though. So I don't, I don't think. All right, because he was my favorite character. Definitely. He just, he just always is like, man, I just like he's he's the down the earth one. He's like, y'all are fucking crazy. Like, yeah, I like that about yeah. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Yeah, he's he's great. I, I honestly though, I enjoy all of the characters when I think about Strange Things, which is so weird because mm-hmm. for us, I know what you mean. For, for us to be complaining about season two and three, right? I like all the characters though, even the new ones. Like, you know, the the one Fabio guy, I could do without him, but he just serves like the little purpose of being like, oh, he's an older, hot teenager, and pretty much yeah. every teenage drama is going to have that like heartthrob, corny ass character. Um, I wasn't expecting all the moms to be hot for him and all that <laughs> shit. But what, but like, what, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it's like whatever. You've seen this archetype before. This is nothing new. I like all the characters. I think they're all funny to the, in their own right. I think they're all interesting in their own right. And I, I do like to see them grow. I just wish they wrote a more cohesive story where I could tell you, like, this is where Stranger Things has been going. I can't really tell you where it's been going. Yeah, same. I, I kind of agree. I do enjoy all of the characters. I just don't enjoy the stories that they're in. I, the one character I honestly can say I don't enjoy, though, is, is Mike, the, the quote-unquote main character, I guess. Okay. Eleven's boyfriend. Is it um, Okay, so is he the one that has, like, his mom is what, pretty much a main character since season one? Remember when they were writing? Oh, gosh, that's Will's mom. That's Will's you said, mom. You said Will was the one that was lost. And I remember they had the lights and he would like. Yeah, yeah. That's Will's mom. He Mike would light is, up the lights. Mike is like, was the de facto leader of their group. He's yeah. Like the leader of the Young Bucks. Um, he, I don't know. He just, as he grew up and he was the one that kind of became Eleven's boyfriend. As he got older, he just became such a little bitch. <laughs> he just became such a little bitch, man. I was like, I, I can't listen to this guy bitch about shit. Yeah. I don't know. I uh, I'm not too excited about season four of Stranger Things. I'm going to watch it, of course, but it definitely has dropped in popularity. I would say in general, even when I remember when season three came out and like you know most people watched it in like one day or whatever, it didn't buzz. There was no real buzz around Stranger Things. There was no like hype about anything. People were just like, oh, I watch Stranger Things, and that's all I heard. I didn't hear anything else, and then I went and watched it, and I was like, I now I understand why I didn't hear anything. There's yeah, nothing I know about. <clears throat> I um. I don't know if there was a buzz or not because uh, I'm not on that part of the internet as much. But on my stream, I remember just like everybody, because you know everybody's like, "Hey, I just watched season three. I was like, "Oh, cool, I'll get around to watching it." And then I watched it, and then I literally spent like three streams in a row talking about how terrible it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're pretty much in the same spot with that. Not too too crazy about Stranger Things. I'm hoping that they're wrapping it up soon because I I feel like the story just kind of didn't go anywhere for three seasons, and now we're going to four. And it's like, okay, Eleven is trying to live a as regular of a life as she possibly can. But, of course, 
trouble and drama always seems to find her. I mean, the girl literally was a government experiment. So she's never going to have a regular life as far as I'm concerned. Like they're always going to so, be after her. And so Hopper's just like in Russia or something. I don't know. You know, he, he was in the upside down, I think. And he's just going to come back at some point, probably like season. I mean, not, not season, but probably episode two or something. He'll just somehow. Oh come my back God. Like, Do like you remember? Snow. I think it's season three. One of the worst, like, I don't know, subplots, the fucking Terminator ripoff. There was a guy like three episodes in a row that was like walking like a robot. And he was basically just a Terminator. He was a Terminator motif. And he was like chasing the kids around and like shooting. He's like, and he was like walking real stupid. It was so fucking bad. I just remember that being a season, if I'm not mistaken, where like you said, the heartthrob guy got infected with like an alien thing. And it made him start bringing people to like his basement. And then they would they would get one of the parasites put inside of them, and so a yeah. bunch of the a bunch of the people in the town started to become controlled by these parasites. It was really corny to me. I just I don't even remember the subplots. The the main plot was so bad. So yeah. Well, all right. Well, enough. Of, yeah, enough of Stranger Things. Season four, just, Stranger Things. Yep. What's that coming out? Do we know when it's coming out? I don't. I don't recall seeing a date in the teaser. I just watched it again. I don't recall seeing an actual date. So sometime in twenty twenty two. 2022 is really promising in general, but uh, that is not one of the reasons why. Wow. All right. (laughs) So one of the things I've been really excited about lately, and I am still counting down the days until it fully returns, but Bleach, um, it was not clear. Bleach is one of my favorite. Do we know when that's coming out? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I think I've been hearing this, that it's coming back. I know it's confirmed to come back, but I don't have a goddamn date. I heard a long time ago that it was some like at the end of 2021, but now we're at the end of 2021 yeah. and I haven't seen a release date. So I'm going to assume 2022 and that this is not some vaporware shit that's just been promised to us and we're never going to get like Kingdom Hearts. I need Bleach to actually factually come back. I need it to be animated. Like I want to see this thousand year blood arc and all that stuff. It's a war arc. It's going to be insane. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos about the war arc because I read half of it, probably a little bit more than half actually. So I do know a lot about what happens. I just don't know how it ends. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to see an anime because there's so much shit. There's all these bankais that you never got to see before. And just crazy powers from some of the captains and the people that they fight against and just a lot of that. And it'll look a lot better because the manga, one thing about Bleach that we always make fun of is that the manga chapters are pretty much blank in the background. Yes, uh, they, they are. They tend to like, you know, the, the shit talking is great. I think Bleach has the best shit talking in all of manga. Um, it's up there with like Death Note. It's up there with Kogias. Just like very crazy shit talking. One of the things that prides itself on. And I think it is number one when it comes to that. But like, <laughs> drawing backgrounds and and uh just like cities and worlds is not Taikubo's strength. Nah. It's just not one of his strengths. They very rarely, especially as it goes on, like the as the series went on, like early, you look at early bleach, there's actually more scenery in a lot yeah. of the chapters. Yeah. But then as the series progresses, there's less and less less scenery. Yeah, like Karakora Town looks fine. It's a city, it looks like a city, it's fine. Uh Hegomundo, like the world of the hollows. Just, yes. I mean, it's just, it's a desert and it has like one or two buildings, last mm-hmm. noches, and that's it. So it doesn't really look good when you're reading the chapters and it's just a character and the background is literally blank. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I, but you know, all that being said, the, to my original point, I'm really excited about Bleach coming back, mainly because Eisen, he has a lot of moments in the Thousand Year Blood, Blood Arc and stuff, and I can't wait for that. 
like not to give any spoilers or anything like that, but Aizen being like my favorite Bleach character and him just being a part of this final arc is so cool to me that they're going to utilize him in some, some way. And I just like hearing him talk. I like hearing the things that he says. He's, you know, there's like videos that I've been watching that say like, was Aizen actually evil? Was he like this or that? And you know, at the end of the day, it's like, yes, he is actually evil because some of the things he did. I swear to God, if I get to the end of Bleach and Aizen is Itachi, I'm throwing something at the wall. Yeah, yeah, that would be bad writing. But no, it's like very clear. Like Aizen is, he is evil. Like even though what he was trying to do was to him like the right thing. And this is often what happens with villains is that they think they're doing the right thing. Even Madara was like, I'm going to put everybody in infinite Sukiyomi. And that way there's no more war. There's bliss for everyone's in a blissful genjutsu. This is like the ideal world where there's no fighting. So that's a noble thing to want is a world with no war. Uh, it's the methods to go about it that always are a little on the yeah. crazy end. Well, and, and the things that made it where it was like, well, <clears throat> is, like, is Isaac Eve or not? Is like, okay, there are things that he doesn't have to do to achieve his goal that he, <laughs> that he did do. <laughs> and the biggest one being uh, replacing Hinamori with himself when everyone was under his genjutsu and having her get impaled by uh, Toshiro through the chest and just watching the captains OD on her like that. There, there was no need for that. Like he beat them already. He's way stronger than all the captains combined pretty much. Like he didn't need to do any of that. And the fact that he did it and just like a, a lot of other things, he, I don't know. He just, <laughs> he's just a wild person. He's he fucked just does up. A lot That's of, all there is to it. Yeah. He's a pretty fucked up person. So on, on one hand, it's like, yeah, you have this goal that you probably think is real noble and all this stuff. And you have this, way of saying oh this is how the world should be not how the world is losers think about the way the world is and the people who are really powerful think about how the world should be and they go out and change it that's like Eisen's whole thing is like the soul king is dead no one's sitting on the throne you know there should be a new ruler of the of the universe and it should be me and this is the way the world should be and all sort of stuff so it's like cool you believe that uh but do you have to kill a hundred thousand people to make a soul key to get to the soul palace and all this other stuff that you're trying to do. That's what he was trying to do with yeah. Kara Town. I'm excited to re I want to rewatch all of Bleach before the new season, but I also want a release date. I don't want to rewatch all of Bleach and then have to wait a year. Yeah, that would be annoying because at that point you're gonna forget a lot of it again anyway. Yeah. And I haven't seen Bleach. I've only I've only ever really watched Bleach straight through once, technically, but I've rewatched certain parts of Bleach over and over and over again. So I have certain things that I know like really, really well. Mm-hmm. And then there's, there's a bunch of it that I just probably don't accurately remember, but you know, I still remember the main bulk of the story. Cause it, when Naruto and Bleach were both uh, in manga form, I read them back to back every single Wednesday or Thursday, whenever they would drop. Yeah. And th- that was like the best day of the week. Like I would read my Naruto chapter and then I would read my Bleach chapter and I read them both in probably like 10 minutes each. And I'll just be so damn happy uh that you know reading a new chapter and talk to my friends like yo did you see the new chapter you know so yeah. and so and we spend like two hours talking about a fucking 10 minute chapter because we're bleached is really that fast to read it but <laughs> yeah it was good times uh, that shit's fun yeah i'm excited for that uh one what uh one of the anime that i want to tell the count count your fucking days demon slayer Demon Slayer has been airing the Mugen Train movie as episodes. I despise when this happens with anime. They did it with Dragon Ball Super for like the the first, I don't even know how many episodes, but it literally was the Frieza movie and the Beerus movie. They just straight up aired that as episodes. I don't like that. It's just 
really corny, especially. So if something was coming out every week, how you know how anime back in the day, like there would just be an anime episode every single week. It wasn't really broken down into these seasons, and the seasons would come out like once a year and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Naruto used to just come out every week. Like there would just be a Naruto episode every single week. That was just the way life was. There would be a Bleach episode every week. There was none of this like, oh, we're going to air 25 episodes and then we're going to wait a year. Now, granted, what this does do, though, is waiting a year is there's no filler. So Yeah, it makes... It makes what you get so much better because that's it what does. makes My Hero Academia so good is that when you when the season comes out, like it it, it gives you it the is, juice. It's the manga. It's it's no nonsense. It's not a uh, Naruto making noodles with his Rasengan. You know <laughs> that that not you know all of that bullshit. Um, yeah. it's real content from the manga every single time so when somebody watches it straight through like let's say you haven't seen any my hero yet and you started watching my hero now well because there's no filler episodes really it's just going to appear insane to you as opposed to like if you just tried to watch naruto start to finish and you actually didn't skip the filler it's going to be a bad time because it's 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 going to be it's going to be so good and then it's going to get to a point where it's so fucking miserably bad and you don't understand like why is this so bad all of a sudden it's awful it's after, just oh yeah. after like episode 140 of the anime whew, that original you know I, I will say and this is kind of weird right because it's awful i'm not going to sit here and say that it's not yeah we've, we've talked about this for years i do enjoy having seen all of naruto read all of naruto um when i'm just chilling the the filler of naruto or like the filler of any show makes great background noise like when you when you want to like True. i kind of want to watch naruto but i don't want to pay attention all that much yeah like putting on some of those filler arcs just kind of cool because you just like have them all like oh that's cool and it's something when you watch the filler as supplementary material as extra material it's not as bad because it's like oh cool this is like extra content right but when it's like when you're waiting week to week and you get fucking 50 episodes of filler you're like what the fuck is this yeah th- i get what you mean uh I'm going to say, though, that with all this content that we can watch in the world, especially now, <laughs> there is no world in 2021 where I'm going to put on Naruto filler, even if I want to see Naruto. I, I, will feel just you, put, I, feel you. I will just put on a real arc in the background and just have that playing. And I might even put that shit in English because whatever. Like, yeah, you've already seen it and everything. Yeah, but I refuse to put on the filler. I will put on Orochimaru fighting against the third Hokage again because I love that. I love that entire... Part, I guess the shooting exams going into that. I yep. love that entire part of uh, the original Naruto. It's like one of my favorite things. It goes into the Sasuke retrieval arc. I'll just put that on, and that can just be in the background. But I'll, 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 I'll pass on the filler though. I like when I'm going to sleep. I'll like put not all the time, but you know, different things. I'll put Naruto on on Netflix or something. Yeah, and I'll just let that play straight through. And what I do because I've already seen it all is you know Netflix will stop playing after like three episodes or whatever, and then my computer yeah. will go to sleep. So I just put Naruto on and I'll watch it till I fall asleep. And then the next day when I go to sleep, I'll just put it on where it left off. Even if it played two episodes yeah. while I was sleeping. Yeah, you're like, like, fuck I'll it, just, this one yeah, I just put it on and keep it moving. Yep. I'm, I'm here uh, for that. I like that. I do shit like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about some of these uh, Marvel shows coming out? Like, I'm, I'm excited. Okay, about so show. real quick, when I got on the call with you today, I this is my first time seeing this list. Oh, I, didn't know know this list came, I didn't even know this list came out. I heard through the grapevine. I heard about the X-Men, uh, X-Men 97. I heard right. about that. I, I wasn't, I just, the way I understood it was that they're just 
taking the original X-Men 97 cartoon and they're putting it on Disney Plus. I didn't hear that they're making new episodes. Yep, they're they're episodes. Putting, they pretty, are doing what you said, cool too. but they're also releasing new content for it. And So that's sick. But that, out of all of this, in terms of this little announcement here, so real quick, if you're listening, you can't see, it's got X-Men 97, Echo, Spider-Man Freshman Year, Act of the House of Harkness, Marvel Zombies, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, What If Season 2, I Am Groot, Ironheart, and Secret Invasion. These are a bunch of Disney Plus Marvel shows, as I'm understanding. Yep, they're all Disney Plus. There's some missing um, from this, too. There's more than this, like Loki and stuff like that. Is I was going to say, Loki season. season 2 better be coming. Yeah, there's a lot. But this is like... Uh, this is 12. This is there are 12 shows on just this little poster that we have up. If you're on Patreon, you can see it. But yes, this is exciting. And I'm so I'm excited for two things on this list. Cause I obviously X-Men 97, like I grew up with that show. I love that show. Uh and I'm def that's gonna be a show. You want to talk about something to put on before you go to bed. A hundred percent. Oh, that's gonna be so good to just turn that shit on and just lay in the bed and like yes. let that play. Uh so I'm definitely excited about X-Men a lot, but I'm really excited about She-Hulk because when mm -hmm. I saw I saw I don't know if it was like a teaser or uh just like a poster or something or a leak, or I don't know what it was, but I did see like it looked like the actual Hulk was in it. And I'm you know, I'm that's just gonna be cool to see how that played, like Bruce Banner being in it in some way. Uh, I don't know much about She-Hulk, the actual character. I've seen her played at Marvel three. One of my one of my friends actually plays She-Hulk is what his main. You know, Damn. she's not the best character in Marvel three. She fucking gives them the Skechers. She has like a drop kick move. She put her she does. in your face. She does. <laughs> yep. He's and he's a very aggro player, and she's pretty aggro, so he likes to play her. But yeah, I don't I don't know much about She-Hulk. So getting a She-Hulk show will get me more versed in in her verse. And I, I'm here for that. I, also, I know that she's a lawyer, and at some point she fucked Hercules. Okay. Didn't I'm just, know either of those things. Yeah, she's a lawyer. Like, that's her her you know human day job. I would have never guessed that. And I just know in the comics at some point she fucked Hercules because she's a beast. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, Ironheart is the other one that I'm pretty excited about ironheart uh yeah, ironheart if I, that's the little girl that's like super smart and like makes a tony Stark yeah i think it has like, to do with a girl who's pretty much taken over for iron man dog i heard this was coming out i wasn't i didn't know if it was gonna be a show or a movie yeah but i was talking to my one friend and i was saying i don't know how they're gonna do it they probably won't do this but how cool would it be if she makes her own little iron man suit and the ai is like tony stark's voice so like the jarvis okay the Jarvis of the suit was Tony Stark. Holy I would like that. God. Yeah, and that's a way for them to also give Robert Downey Jr. more money. <laughs> Yo, that would be so clean. I would like that, though. I would really like that. That's a cool idea. Uh, also on this list, we have I Am Groot. I have no idea how this is supposed to be good, but Mar Marvel has a way. Marvel Disney, they have a way of just outdoing themselves. I didn't expect WandaVision to be as good as it was. My question is: Is they going to give? Are they going to give Vin Diesel a full season's worth of money to say I am Groot for ten episodes? Yes. <laughs> well, I still can't believe Vin Diesel is the voice actor for Groot. That is so random because anyone can do it. Anyone <laughs> can do this. There's no question about that. There's no like shade about it. It's just anyone can do Groot. Uh, I don't know if he's actually going to be the voice actor behind it. I imagine he is. They seem to be pretty consistent on using real real people. Yeah, not, not obviously not every single time has been the actual voice actor, but most of the shows so far have used 
the real voice actors. So mm-hmm. like T'Challa in season one of what if he's that's him. Like that is his last Marvel role. That is him speaking. He's doing the voice of T'Challa. Um, so I don't know what they're going to do with this Groot show. I imagine it's not going to be just Groot in it. I think that there's going to definitely be a cameo or someone tagging along with him because otherwise, what are we really watching? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just have no expectations for that. So I'll just see what they do with that. Spider-Man freshman year is animated. So okay. I was yep. going to ask, do they, because I know Disney slash Marvel and Sony are still having like disputes of yeah, whether or not they're going to let spider-man be in the marvel universe and and uh tom holland and shit and yeah there was a whole thing uh it's frustrating it really is i saw a meme that showed spider-man and he was it looked like he was really traumatized i'm pretty sure it's a clip from a movie or something but he looked like he was really traumatized and it said when you hear that uh like sony and disney or whatever are still fighting over the rights to spider-man and you know that uncle ben's about to get killed again yeah, it's so annoying, man. And I just I mean, go ahead. I don't know. I, I know that you know. I know that both companies or whatever are probably trying to be dicks and get more money, but I just wish Sony can realize that hey, we had the Spider-Man IP for twenty years now and did nothing with it. Uh, every Spider-Man movie we made pretty much sucks. Like the Amazing Spider-Man movies aren't good. Spider-Man two and three from the original trilogy weren't weren't good. Even the first Spider-Man movie isn't really that good. We just all look at it with nostalgia glasses. But like, I like Spider-Man two. That's the one with Doc Ock, right? Yeah, the one with I Doc Ock know. where he's pulling a train. Yeah, yeah. Like, There's great scenes in it, but yeah, I like the first two Spider-Man movies. the The third one, and I'm talking about Tobey Maguire. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah, the first yeah. two. I haven't gone back and watched them now. I'm sure they've aged not as good as. They don't age all that well. Yeah, they probably didn't age well. I haven't seen them in God knows how long. I'm just going to say decades because it actually has to have been since I've seen Toby Maguire. I've seen them within the last four or five years. So I rewatched them with my little brother. And like, there's parts of them that I still like, but ultimately they're just not that good. Yeah. I hated The Amazing Spider-Man. That one's Uh, not good at all. And whatever one had Jamie Foxx as... The that was the sequel to the Amazing Spider-Man. Really bad movie. Jamie Foxx was fucking awful. God awful as a villain. He was so bad. I I took so many screenshots of that movie and posted them on Facebook. I was like, this can't be real. Look at Jamie Foxx. He looks ridiculous. Him as a villain is also so corny. He's just not good at it. He's a great actor uh, in other places. This was just not one of them. All, all checks are not good checks. All money's not good money. He should not be in that type of role in the Marvel, he's just a terrible villain. Like if you ever want to question what I'm saying, just go and watch whatever fucking amazing Spider-Man movie had uh, Andrew Garfield, I believe is the actor that plays mm-hmm. Spider-Man and whatever one has Jamie Foxx in it. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's really, really bad. Mm. Like, so really, really bad. With all of that said, I don't know what they're doing with this freshman year thing, but I don't know. I hope that Tom Holland's the voice actor or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm hoping that too. Uh, Cause it is technically, it sounds like going to be the natural progression to the Spider-Man story. Like freshman year is obviously college. Yeah. And we know that he's in high school right now. So I'm assuming that this is going to actually be him in college coming from high school that whatever, what movie's about to come out far from home or something. Um, or I think no way home, no way home. Yeah. So we have homecoming, far from home, and now there's no way home. It's getting a little crazy with the home part. But uh, yeah, freshman year sounds like it's going to be right after that, I imagine. And if that's the case, then Tom Holland should be the voice actor. And then he'll probably, I don't know, maybe this is double dipping. 
they'll probably do a live action of freshman year or maybe do a movie that comes after it where you had to have watched freshman year to really understand it. Well, my guess is the reason why this is animated is because Sony, I think only owns the movie rights to Spider-Man. Oh, I, I don't think they own the animated. So like, for example, I think that's pro- like, I don't know for sure. Cause I just found out this thing's being made right now, but you saying it's animated. Um, yeah. and be thinking back on previous Spider-Man things that have come out. Like I know Disney had a show called, uh, ultimate spider-man or whatever that came out on like the disney channel i don't know within the last five or ten years um but yeah i don't think sony owns the rights to animate a spider-man which might be their like work around their loophole for now but i don't know yeah i i don't know what to think of that either uh but i do like spider-man in general he's one of my favorite heroes because he's not too ridiculous so and pretty entertaining overall i would say and always able to carry Spider-Man is one of the heroes that can carry a movie by himself. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need a whole big cast. Like I feel like some of these other movies that we've been getting, I just feel like they don't they do not do too well as standalones, personally. So, yeah, Spider-Man should be... I, I, I have high hopes for the Spider-Man animated movie or series or whatever they're doing with that. Agatha, uh, House of Harkness, I already mentioned in the WandaVision episode that I looked her up and just like read about her a good bit. And I found out that she is uh, Scarlet Witches. She's one of her mentors, like one of her teachers. She so she shows her a bunch of shit in the comics. So I'm imagining that when she said, "You're gonna need me," you don't know what you just unleashed or whatever that whole part that she said before she got turned into a nosy neighbor. Um, we're gonna get some some detail into yeah. her role. I wonder if this is a prequel, and like. I basically wonder, is this a sequel to WandaVision and she's like breaks out of the spell of the spell or is this a prequel and it's going to sh- give us a hint at something coming in the future? Maybe both. Right. Maybe yeah. maybe it'll start off. doing. You know how they did that one random episode of WandaVision where they just showed it start. The episode started off with her being uh, com- condemned to death by her coven. Yeah. And yeah. They might go a little further back because we didn't really see what she did. Mm hmm. So they might actually, like you said, like prequel. I was thinking this too, but they might do a prequel part where they show a whole episode about just Agatha, how her power, because her powers are clearly ridiculous. She's very powerful. She took out a whole coven by herself, and including their Supreme. So um, she's a pretty, mom. yeah, she's a pretty powerful witch overall. So they'll probably go into like why, and then I imagine that this has to somehow roll up into Scarlet Witch. Yeah, yeah. And that I book agree. of the dead or whatever that I always forget what the name of that book is, but yeah. Um Marvel Zombies, I'm interested if they're just going to offshoot, continue what they showed in What If, or if they're gonna like reboot that story fresh. That that episode was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvel Zombies, the episode on What If was crazy. And I know there's a whole comic book storyline for the zombie for Marvel Zombies, so they could do something pretty sick with that. Yeah, some of the some of the heroes should not be zombies though. They're just too OP. Yo, for, yeah, when they said uh the way they did that one what if episode was dope when they um the narrator was talking about how like, you know, Earth's mightiest heroes went to like stop the outbreak and that was their downfall cuz like yep. one of them got bit and then it just got bad from there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the hawk really becoming bad. a zombie is really really bad. Uh Scarlet Witch becoming a zombie is also really fucking bad. I remember that being like a plot twist or whatever, where Vision was Vision was on some shit. Mm. He was on some shit. You, I mean, you've seen all of What If, right? 
Yeah, yeah, I see. I saw. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm not like, but yeah, we'll we'll have a one. F, I guess we we might do a whole episode on it or whatever. But yeah, there's there's a lot of crazy shit that went on in the specifically in the zombie episode. So like you said, I have kind of high hopes for for Marvel zombies as well because it was such an interesting concept to see some of them as zombies and how like yo this is not okay. Like Tony Stark, Captain America, like all these people being turned, uh, I guess evil or whatever you want to call it. It's just not a good look. And if you end up with an evil hawk or a zombie hawk, just wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it the fuck up. Yeah. I just like, like when, okay, Scarlet Witch still been able to use magic as a zombie. I was like, this is too Yo, much. Like, some of it is coke. It's like, how? Like, what yeah. is happening right now? I was like, that's a bit much. Like, come on. Like, the hawk is like, okay, he's brutally strong no matter what, right? Like, that's just who he is. But yeah. doing spells, I would imagine, requires some <laughs> level of not being a stupefied, uh, decaying human body. So that's why I was. When I saw her, I was like, oh, that's just not. That's just not okay. Yeah, no, that's just not okay. Um, yeah, I mean, dude, I mean, even Hank Pym, fucking Ant-Man, just still using his powers, like getting small, getting big. Yeah, like, like come on. That's just not fair, especially for how small he can get. And, like, <laughs> I think he killed the Hulk. So it's just like, yeah. Just so, going, going inside of people and then uh, expanding yourself. It's just like, all right, well, that's not okay. Especially when used for evil, it's like, yeah, no. Yeah. Now, off the top of my head, I'm not sure if I know what Echo is supposed to be. I don't know what Echo is either. Some, I, mean, I didn't look these up. Like Miss Marvel, um, I know what Miss Marvel is. What's that? She's just like a superhero. Like she's, if I remember correctly, her outfit in the comics is like um, all black, and I think it has like a white lightning stripe on it. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure that's Miss Marvel. It's like a black outfit with like a white lightning stripe. Um, yeah, I don't know her. Uh, I don't know much about Moon Knight, but I've heard of Moon Knight, but I don't know much of the lore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, in Secret Invasion, something about that looks like Venom. That would be wild. Secret Invasion, that storyline sounds familiar off the top it does. of my head. Doesn't I don't it sound, remember yeah. it. It sounds like something that we've heard before, but I don't know what Secret Invasion Something about the way it's written, though. Yeah. It's hard to remember everything. I'm pretty sure I like if I go to a wiki, I would remember pieces of secret invasion but i'm not 100 yeah. percent sure well for the people who uh want to write into i am their podcast at gmail.com uh let us know some of these ones that you're excited about because we don't really know like honestly until the trailers come off all of these shows or someone else explains to us we're just kind of like waiting and just happy that there's so many like there's so much content. Yeah, there's a lot the disney plus app is going to be on fire yo <laughs> yeah it's been great Honestly, it's it's I can't say it's been a worthy investment because I don't pay for it, but it it's it's been great as far as content goes. I'm excited when new shit comes out because so far it's all been good. It was at first I was like with WandaVision, it was a little shaky, but mm-hmm. it went no, they, ne- they've got some good stuff. And then I haven't seen uh what's the new Marvel movie? Not that not a Eternals. Uh, not Eternals, the other oh. one. Um the the Asian well, one. Oh, I have to watch that. That's so on Shang-Chi. Disney. Yeah, that's yeah, on, on Disney Plus. It came out Friday on Disney Plus. Yeah, so we should do an episode. You want you want to do an episode on that? I'm down. Yeah, I'm down to watch it. And, All right, uh, I, I'm, I can watch it before the next episode on Wednesday. So I'll have tomorrow and Tuesday, and technically Wednesday to watch it. So yeah, I'll watch it. I mean, yeah. I, I heard it was actually good. So we could that could be our next so, episode. Yeah, we could watch Shang Chi, and then I still got to watch Black Widow, but I'm not in a super rush to watch that. Yeah. Um, Eternals. As soon as it gets on Disney Plus, I'll watch it. But Disney Plus has had a ton of great Marvel content. But then, even as a side, just I guess as a side note, all the Pixar and Disney movies on there are also just still amazing. So yep. I watched one of the Toy Stories, uh, like around this time last year, and I had so much fun watching it. 
Yeah. I, I didn't expect it. It just came out of nowhere. I was like, wow, this is actually like it was it was one of the later Toy Story movies too. So I don't really remember those movies as well. I've always seen so, one. I haven't seen four. I saw one, two, three. Yes, it was so good. It was the one where they get dropped off into a facility with a bunch of other toys. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's three. The one teddy bear who pretends to be good at first is like, nah, you guys gotta deal with the fucking kindergartners who like rip you up. Yeah, and treat you terribly. You gotta do your time. So that was the one I saw. Dude, he was like was a mob so boss. He, he was right now, boys. Yeah, it, <laughs> he was a mob <laughs> boss. Uh, but that one was really good. Like the it plot was. twist, it was funny in every possible way. And I was like, damn, Toy Story just don't miss. Now I didn't see the fourth one yet. I don't think me neither. Uh, but I'll even watch that one. I'm <clears> sure <throat> it's. I'm sure it's amazing. Like I'm sure. Yeah, same. Just, I don't think there's a bad Toy Story movie. <clears throat> I agree. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to touch base on before we off get the, out of here? Off the top of my head, I don't think so. Yeah, we ranted pretty hard last week. I feel like we, I feel like we covered a lot of shit. Like we did a whole thing on Netflix. We talked about a bunch of food and the Marvel shows. Uh, yes. Let me see. Uh, okay, let me just check one thing to see if there might be something else for us to dive into. I don't really think that there was much going on, but. Um, okay, Boba Fett is joining Fortnite in December from Star Wars. So right. we got Naruto sheeping it, and now they're going to have Boba Fett. Which I, heard, Boba Fett, I don't know if this is true on that Naruto thing. I heard that it's supposed to be Naruto, Sasuke, Sakura, and Kakashi. It is. I saw. So I saw something more official, or I should say something more recent that does show all four of them are in it. Nice. So the That's whole team's crazy. Yeah, that. Yeah, I can't imagine what they had to do to get that, but that is. Actually, amazing that Sasuke is going to be in it because if I ever play Fortnite, that's the only character I will play. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, there's just like little shit out there. Sony. So the PS5 is a year old, and Sony has 25 exclusive. Holy shit! It's been a year. Yes. And it's still not findable. No. Oh man. Yep. Uh, well, a- as you know, uh, there's a lot of supply chain shortages in general going on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been affecting every industry, which is why inflation is happening to so many different things like food and gas. Everything is going up. Oh, the price inflation is, is real right now. It is. Inflation is real. And so Sony still having a hard time with their act- getting actual consoles on. It's the holiday season now. Um, but they've been pretty much short. And obviously scalpers are just buying up all, every single one that they can because there's money to be made on them. So it's really annoying. I don't want a PS5 because there's nothing for me to play on PS5. I tell that to everyone who has one or who tries to get me to buy one or make me interested in it. I'm like, there, it will be furniture. I mm. There's no game on PS5 until I, maybe a Monster Hunter comes out or the God of War Ragnarok when that comes out or if they do a Final Fantasy. There has to be something on it yeah. in Kingdom Hearts that gets me to buy it. But right now, like it has a really cool Spider-Man game on it, but that's not enough to make me buy a PS5. Um- Go ahead, my bad. I'll, I'll, there's just I'll yeah, there's just no reason for me to own one yet, and I don't believe in buying consoles for furniture, especially when Sony makes a better version of their console all the fucking time. Oh my god, all the time. I'm gonna say I was never an Xbox fan. I just never really was. Never grabbed me. But my little brother having the Xbox One, and I pay for Xbox Game Pass uh, for him. I've used the Game Pass quite a bit. And I will say Microsoft is offering by far the best deal over Nintendo, Sony. I don't like the Xbox One. I I hate the UI. I hate a lot of the user interface of that console and the way some of the options of that console function, I can't stand. However, 
the sheer value of Game Pass is so fucking good. They give you a lot of games, I'm assuming. They give you a lot of and new. How games. much is like, it? It's I don't know how much I pay right now because if they just take it out of my PayPal, but I signed up for it. It was only one dollar a month when I signed up for it. Now that was just for like a promotional month. Yeah. But then I, I want to say it's like like maybe fifteen a month or ten a month. I don't oh, know. So it's super cheap. But it's you like get under twenty bucks. You get a ton of games, and you also will occasionally get like new games. Like they have during the last E3, uh, let's say they showed thirty games, twenty-two of them were like this game comes out on this date and same day on Game Pass. Yeah. So twenty of Xbox's new games that are coming out all come out on Game Pass. So if you're just paying for Game Pass, you get to play a brand new sixty-dollar game, you know, for quote unquote free. Um, yeah, that's wild. The Game Pass deal is insane. And so if I do buy one of the new consoles right now, it'll probably be the Xbox. And I, I'm not an Xbox fan in general. And I, once again, I hate the UI of the one. But yeah. The, so is the that Game the Pass, one? Is the one the newest Xbox? No, one, one is the, the one before this one. Xbox has terrible naming. There's Xbox, Xbox 360, and then the Xbox One. Their third console is called the Xbox One. And now their most recent fourth console is called Xbox Series X. Okay, I hate this. Uh, it's so I've, stupid. I've never owned an Xbox in my life. I still don't have any intention. I believe you on the value because you are one of those people who loves value. So I yes, do believe I do. You that. I do believe you when you say there is immense value to be gained from uh, having an Xbox Game Pass thing. Yeah. Um, that said, I should cut you off real quick. You can get Game Pass and have it work on your PC. They make oh. it so that you can use Game Pass on your PC. So, so just, I'm, that, I was going to say, that's more so where I'm leaning towards in my later years is more PC gaming because I just have yep. I have a gaming PC. And yeah, I mean, I ran uh, the new Tales game. Like Gary gave me the download for it. And it runs flawlessly on, like, on my computer. Mm-hmm. I was able to hook up my PS4 controller to it. And everything was smooth and fine, and there was no input lag or anything. It was great. Like I was literally just sitting in here on my PC, playing Tales of Arise at like max settings and everything, and it ran so smooth. And I was like, "Damn, I've never really been a PC gamer." But yep. between seeing between that and also seeing how Monster Hunter Rise looks at a constant sixty frames per second, it's amazing. No, no frame dropping and just also mods and stuff like that. I was, I'm really like I'm finally starting to come over to the I guess the dark side and be like, it's you worth know what? It. That's yeah, one. Of, that's one of the reasons why both Xbox and PlayStation. Like I feel, no, and I've felt this way since the PS3. I don't really feel, although I did own a PS3. I don't feel a need to get Sony or Microsoft consoles because most of their games come out on PC. Not all, yes, but most of their games come out on PC. You really, in my opinion, just need a Nintendo and a gaming PC because. Nintendo is the one that has like a lot of exclusives. Yes. Compared to the other two. But then a gaming PC kind of gets... And now that Kingdom Hearts... If the next Kingdom Hearts just releases on PC, now that we have all of the previous Kingdom Hearts on PC, if Kingdom Hearts just starts getting released on PC, I'll never need to buy a console again. Yeah, I think that you're right about that. About like Nintendo consoles, especially if they're going to be handheld, they'll always have a place. Um, but if like it gets to a point where any PS5 game could pretty much be played on PC... And like, I'll technically never need a PS5, but I don't think they're going to go that route only because that one headline I just read from IGN said that they have 25 uh, titles that are exclusives in development. Now, I don't know if that's exaggeration. I don't know if that's just hearsay. I don't know if it's rumor or whatever. But 25 is a lot. Obviously, I won't care about 20 of them, 
But True. if if uh, God of War is one of them, that will sell me a console by itself. Um, yeah, yeah. There are certain games, yeah, you know it. Certain games oh, yes, can I sell do. me a console. Uh, Monster Hunter can sell me a console, and it yep. sucks because if Monster Hunter got, let's say Monster Hunter World, let's say a trailer came out for Monster Hunter World releasing on the Xbox Series X and also on uh, PS5, right? Because it's not going to be a Nintendo. Monster Hunter World is not going to be Nintendo. Um, it's going to be on the high, like the really powerful consoles for the graphics and all that stuff and just consistent frames and everything that comes with that. I would buy a console, even knowing that eventually it's coming on PC because I need to be able to play that game immediately. Day, and yeah, also, like one, yeah. and if I'm being honest, most of my friends who I would play with will also be playing it on a console, which is kind of annoying because all of us do have gaming PCs. Like, it's not like you and I, mm-hmm. the two main people who play Monster Hunter Rise together. Like you were the person I play with the most when we look at each other's guild card. Yeah, yeah. Um, you and I both have gaming PCs, but it's still not out on gaming PC yet. Like right now, it's, yeah, it's, it's still not out. And we played that game already a ton. We did. And also, the other thing that's scary, and this happened with Monster Hunter World, even though I didn't get into it, I had planned on getting into Monster Hunter World at some point on PC. And I remember, I remember basically it was like a year behind because it came out a year late. And then it was yeah. a year behind because by the time World came out on PC, the PS4 was on Iceborne and yes. the PC version still didn't have Iceborne yet. Yep. And that's what sucks when Rise comes out on PC. Is it going to come out with Sunbreak or are they going to wait a year for Sunbreak? Like, no, no, I think work? so. I think I'm not sure. I think that uh, Rise, like just regular Rise, is coming out early 2022. I think I heard that. I feel like that's like a thing that's happening. I feel like it's coming out before Sunbreak. Mm hmm. And the only reason I also think that is I watched a couple of videos when Rise was first announced for PC of people playing developer copies and stuff like that. Uh, or like they the demo. Okay. The demo was out on Steam right now uh, for the PC. Oh, I'm going to download that and try it. Yeah. Because people were posting videos of like, look at how well it runs and just, you know, all, all of that stuff. And then people started doing the speed runs on uh, Magnum Milo at 60 frames per second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what people did. And when Rise came out on Switch, that's what people did in that version as well. But now they're showing, like, look at how nice it looks. Look at how nice the longsword is when you actually have perfect timing on a weapon that counters everything. And they were saying how, um, and you know this too, but like uh, frame rate affects uh, shooting weapons. Mm-hmm. Like it actually, it actually, it literally affects their fire rate and everything. So they were saying how guns just feel naturally better. Um, As if they but, needed it. I know, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you guys like, know I'm a, I'm a gun hater for Monster Hunter. Literally in Monster Hunter World, I remember when they came out on PC, they were saying how certain weapons, certain guns, literally got an extra shot out. Like an extra bullet got fired because of the frame rate being higher. That's crazy. Yes. That's a real thing. I was like, wait, that's what? Like, that's actually insane. Yeah. The next Monster Hunter, you know, whenever that is, right? We're far away from that because we I still have a ton of content to dig into with Sunbreak. Um, it sucks because I would love to just transition. I would pay $60 and play play it on PC. Me too. Only if I could transfer my save. And I can't transfer yep. my save. So I'll just play the Switch version for all of Rise. Yeah, me and you will just play the Switch version. And that's fine. And hopefully <laughs> when they release the next Monster Hunter game, it will just be on PC, hopefully from the start. I mean, that's almost, yeah. Oh, yeah. great. Like, come on. Yeah, because Sunbreak is going to be a huge game. We're going to play it for a good two months, I would say. Like, a lot. Yeah, I'll and we're, yeah. we're going to have a ton of fun with it. And yeah, I think it's going to be a great... If it's anything like Iceborne was... It's going to more than double the roster. 
all that good stuff. So I'm excited for that no matter what. Mm-hmm. But I yeah, would love I'm, to transition I'm, to the, the gaming PC world. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, maybe when the next, because Rise was my first real Monster Hunter that I super dive, dove into. I don't know, maybe, I don't know, there's no point even thinking about it. It's not going to be till like 2024. I'll just wait. There's no reason to theorize. Yeah, like World 2. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I think that if they do release Monster Hunter World, uh, whatever is coming after, it won't even be announced until 2023, I think. Yeah, we, we've we've got a while. Because the Sunbreak's coming out summer 2022. So that's halfway through the year, 2022, mm-hmm. they're going to announce that we're going to have Sunbreak. They're going to be doing content for Sunbreak all through the remaining part of 2022. Like, we're going to get releases and stuff. Probably up until December, they're still releasing stuff for Rise right now, and it came out in March. Uh, yeah, boot up Rise the other day to like, and I went to the little cat to get all the add-on content, and there was yeah. a list. I was like, "Holy crap!" So I don't know. A month, a month before Sunbreak comes out, I'm gonna probably get in the Rise and start clearing some of that content. Yeah, yeah, we talked about this. That'll definitely be a thing that we do because I can't pick up my console right now and beat some of the monsters. I'm sure, like I'll struggle. I'll struggle with at least Valstrax and, Nar- and uh, All Mother and Iowa for sure. Mm, mm. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, this wraps up episode 32 of the I'm There podcast. Let me give a quick shout out to our patrons over at Patreon. Yes, uh, yes. So we have Connie, Austin, Leon, Quest, Garen, Xavier, Hylian, TCG Automotive, Silver Chronic, Tyree Tinsley, Dimitri, Alexander, Vinny. Uh, thank you guys so much for being on our Patreon and where we drop exclusive content and all that stuff, as we always say. We're also dropping another exclusive episode this coming week. So Kenny and I are going to record that this week, and we're mm-hmm. going to drop a Patreon exclusive episode um, leading up into the week of this, uh, Thanksgiving. Also, yes, for the week of Thanksgiving, we haven't really decided what we're going to do, but it's a big family week for us. Is also Thanksgiving. I didn't know this until yesterday, but Thanksgiving Day is my birthday this year. Oh, uh, shit. I did not know that. I didn't know that the 25th. Like November 25th is actually Thanksgiving Day this year. I had no idea. So I just found this out yesterday, uh, which is, you know, that's cool or whatever. Like my birthday is Thanksgiving. And this happens every couple of years. Um, but I don't I don't know if we're going to be recording a podcast during that time. We, it'd probably be like a break week or something just because. It's yeah, just, it's going to be so big. Like I know leading up into like I'm going to be not in my house for about a week. Yes, I go, to and, my, I go to my dad's house. I spend time at my dad's house. I go to some other family members' houses. Like, yeah, and my sister just bought a house last year, but like when she bought it, it was still like, oh, Delta variant, all this other crazy stuff. So the family didn't really, we didn't do like a housewarming or anything like that. So, but this year, um, with things being a little bit safer, so we're gonna have like Thanksgiving at her house and a bunch of people over and all that stuff. So it's going to, I have a lot of family stuff happening in 2021 holiday season. Whereas in 2020, it was kind of like more low key, like try to stay healthy and safe. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to have a busy week. My birthday is Thanksgiving. I have a couple friends givings to go to should be pretty fun, but yeah, I'm, I'm don't expect episodes that week. I think that we're going to just take that week off and mm-hmm. uh, we'll just, you know, reconvene the week after most likely. But, but yeah, and we'll we'll have to figure out Christmas and New Year's because it's pretty much the same thing again. Like there's just like a week where Christmas and New Year's are in se- within seven days of each other always. And uh, yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do with with recording, but probably another break, and this will just be expected every year. Yep. No, I just thought of this is super random, completely off topic. I'm just gonna say this real quick. 
Right. Remember that that show Manifest I was talking to you about? The bad there one. Yeah. There's an episode, and in one of the episodes, the dad like does like he puts like the X on his chest, like the Wakanda forever. Yeah. Does it to his son, and when he did it, I was so confused. I was like Wakanda forever. I was like, why is he doing that? And yeah. then he was like, he was like family. And like, I don't know, I guess it meant family. I don't know, it was really weird. I don't know why I just thought about that. But I just remember it was really because was he black? No, that's why I was laughing. Yeah, that's why you it was this white guy with blonde hair, like doing the Wakanda forever to like his little white kid. Yeah, and when I when I saw it, my immediate response in my head was Wakanda forever. I was like, what are they doing? (laughs) And then he's like, family. And I was like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, that's unreal. Anyway, I don't know why I thought about that, but that should make All right. Me laugh. Well, we're gonna get the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, say do the things that make you happy. Wakanda forever. <laughs> All right, bye.